Episode four, the is mixed it? martial life podcast. Yeah. Well, because we did our last podcast on a Sunday and then we skipped out the whole week. Or no, no, the last one we did was on a Tuesday before I started work, wasn't it? I, I don't know. This is our first. This is our first evening podcast. Yeah. Sure first is. one we've ever done. In the no. Evening. Well. Oh yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Because we did like a four p.m. with Kane. Yeah, but they don't count. Yeah. 6 p.m. It's 6.30, bro. Yeah, you got the brain has moved throughout the day. We have exercised our thoughts. Our brain is currently moving. I had a hilarious opening to uh, to our call. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, should have left that in. I should have recorded it, dude. I was just yelling at the family to stop making so much damn noise, knocking on my door and shit. He's like... Can I get some privacy? <laughs> I was like, no, what? You know, leave me alone. I was like, I, I, I gotta I do my podcast. I was like, I gotta do my pot. I was like, I gotta do my podcast. And then I was like, and at the end, before leave I me the alone, door, Dad. I was like, I was like, I was like, no more interruptions, please. Are you good? No I, more interruptions. What? The whole time, I'm just like, what? What was Dude. the question too? It was something stupid, eh? Oh, he was like, "Oh, are you are you leaving?" I'm like, "Yes." <laughs> I'm, I'm, going, I'm going to the gym later. Like, what? You, oh my goodness! But hey, what a way to open up! And uh, damn, there's so much news going on in the world of mixed martial arts, arts in the UFC. And holy shite, man! Can we talk about Saturday? Oh, I, I can talk. We can talk about Saturday, but we can't talk about it for too long because it's been done and gone. But I did win some. I did win. I did win some. Uh, some. Some. Some draft kings credits, bro. So I picked. Uh, I picked all my picks were right. I picked James Malaki. So I got. He got me. Um, <clears throat> and you got all your picks. I got, you got all, all your picks on the main card, eh? Yeah. yeah. My, well, my pick was. Uh, I had. I, I had, didn't. I did. Mind you, I didn't. I didn't pick on those girls. I just left that one out. Because I didn't know. Yeah. But as we go down the list, who was it? It was um, main event. I picked Francis. Yeah, we had Francis Stipe, Tyron. You had you had Vicente Tyron Luque. Luque. I Tyron obviously Luque. picked Vicente Luque. Um, um, Sean O'Malley pick. over his, um, Almeida. Obviously, I thought that was pretty clear. Yeah. And there was uh, one more. The great Miranda Maverick over Jillian Robertson. Uh, Jamie oh, yeah, Malarkey and uh, Camo yeah. Worthy. Yeah, I had I had Jamie. Um, I didn't care. Sorry. I didn't care. Not that I didn't care. I, I <laughs> uh, sorry. Let me rephrase that and be nice. Uh, the girls' fights I wasn't that interested in because I don't. Care <laughs> I didn't uh, sorry. Yeah, that's a nicer way to say it. Uh, Sean O'Malley, dude. Oh my god, he looks so good. He looked. He good. looked good. Two walk-offs. Should have left it go the first one, but there wasn't a walk-off, was it? Though they called yeah, it well, a walk-off, they, but he, they, he went they, back and jumped a, on him. Yeah, they're calling it technically a walk-off. Well, because uh, whoever the ref was what? kept. Well, the ref, you either, bro, you the either ref walk kept off hesitating, or you don't walk the off. The ref kept hesitating. It was like nah, the first nah, time nah. he walked off, and he was just kind of there on the ground. I am pretty sure if 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 uh, Sean went down that first time, like he did in the second time, 
that ref would have stopped the fight right then and there. But to be, it was a pretty but, crazy but te- bit of footage, like yeah. him walking back, yeah, and then like, smacking him. It's like that's a pretty crazy bit of footage, <laughs> dude. I was laughing with my buddies because and the, everyone's like, everyone's glamorizing it too, bro. <laughs> it's getting like cut into short clips. You're seeing it everywhere. Can you imagine? That, going, like, like if I'm honest, I, that takes away from the sport a little bit. Like Which, that, what the walk-offs? What? No, the fact that homeboy was laying there, KO flat on his back. Looked like he'd been there for minutes. And yeah. Sean O'Malley had to fucking run back and smash him again. And that's yeah. the bit that, because we see him, we're like, yo, dope. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. But then other people see it and they're like, yo, like, that shit ain't right. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Well, what, what uh, side of the fuck. fence do you fall on? Because I, I thought, like, the, obviously, the, like, the cool side, but at the same time, yeah. like, man, if that was. Yeah, if that was me, I'd be like a little bit like gutted, eh, about the about the whole additional. Yeah, the additional head. beating. I guess yeah, I'd be gutted about every single one, but yeah, at well, the, the end of the day, well, the ref, it's the refs. Yeah, fault what was the ref up to? Yeah, he was, was literally that? he was kind of there with his popcorn, just sitting there, bro. Like <laughs> <this>. <laughs> he was with his like, popcorn like this. You can't. Um, <clears throat> who was that jet fighter pilot one? It wasn't him, was it? The one that was on Rogan. No, nah. who's that guy? <laughs> oh, who's that guy? I didn't see that. One. I don't know the bald guy, but you got to listen to that podcast. Dope. Yeah, spot. yeah, yeah. He's a he's a he's a referee for the UFC, and he's a jet fighter pilot. Oh, so no you got to watch that shit. Damn, was that a recent one? I know he's had a few yeah. of the refs on there. Recent one, someone Damn, Smith. That's crazy. <sighs> that guy bald here. Wasn't him, was it? His was he was he you need part those of the reactions to, <laughs> You need those reactions to fire those jets, bro. Yeah. And whoever this person was didn't have no reactions because he didn't see old Almeida getting knocked the fuck out. <laughs> he didn't uh, see that. He just missed said, that bit. <laughs> the moment you said bald, I was thinking, uh, did that guy make the, the cut for the sexiest bald man on earth? Did you see that list? Nah. <laughs> like they, they said the sexiest bald man on earth is Prince Williams. What are you doing looking at? What? No, no, no. It was a huge what pop culture you? trend. No, it was a huge oh. pop culture trend that came out and it was like all over social Prince media. Prince Williams? Yeah, that mate that has like literally like side hairs and freaking bald ass top. Yeah. They, they haven't seen The Rock. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I don't know. Why are they, we talking about had, this? They had but Mike Tyson real. number two. They had oh, Mike Tyson. Uncle Mike. Uncle Mike. God damn. I don't know about oh, that. Oh, he's thinking about it? No, I really. Nah. What about that British cunt that fucking kung fu's everybody? Jason Statham. I think he was on that too. I don't know. Yeah, I'm just thinking, I was thinking about the MMA fighter or the, the fighters on there that were uh, Floyd Mayweather was like ninth. Five foot six. Yeah, I don't know. Anyways, <laughs> anyways whatever. This is a suspect ass conversation. <laughs> yeah, go, I just... want to know the list. Oh, oh, I dude, know the list. Okay, fine. Let's find it. Pull that fucking shit up, dog. That's what we're here for. On earth. Yeah, I mean, this is a mixed martial arts podcast. Um, oh, Prince Williams named world's bald sexiest man ahead of Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Jason Statham. Yeah. That what will, the hell is this? Isn't list? it? How, so that's what the... And that was my... Oh, okay. Prince. Here, I got the 10 for you right here. Vin <laughs> Diesel, Dwayne Johnson. What? Who's number one? Uh, no, number 10. Vin Diesel, yeah. number nine. Dwayne Johnson, number eight. Bruce Willis. John, John Travolta, 7th, Floyd Mayweather, 6th, Michael Jordan, 5th, Pitbull, 4th, Jason Statham, 3rd, Mike Tyson, 2nd, Prince Williams, 1st. The dude's not even bald, bro. 
it's, it's, the, power, it's the power of the queen, man. I swear to God. Damn, what are we even talking about? What are we even talking about here? Damn. Yo, can no we... Joe Rogan? Yeah, that's no what I was saying. No Joe Rogan? <laughs> <laughs> There's no Joe Rogan? God damn, dude. Yo, can I... So, I, I obviously, we don't want to talk about it too much, but how the hell do you stop Francis Ngannou? Um, wrestling. He did that. He defended that on. He defended that on Saturday. No, what's the look? There's there's the there's the right thing to do, and then there's what the UFC is going to do. Because because we because this is a, a a fact, a cleared fact is that Francis doesn't beat Stipe ten times out of ten. Doesn't. Yeah, that's true. And uh, we've seen them fight two times, and Francis lost one. Stipe lost one. So the right <clears throat> the right thing to do is to have them rematch. Exactly. Right about and there's no other options. And you have John Jones who hasn't had a single fight at he- heavyweight. It's been about 12 years since he had a fight. <laughs> <laughs> nah, feels like it though. You know? Oh, dude, did you see all the shit that he was tweeting, though? And then, yeah, and then he's doing all this carry-on, and it's just all um, attention, bro. Just all attention. It's all just to get eyes. It hits him. I don't know if he's out of his mind or what, but I don't know. Well, he said, please just cut me already. Just fucking let me go. Uh, First of all, the UFC is not going to cut their most prized possession, uh, or one of them, at least. because regardless of what we think of John Jones, John Jones does bring eyeballs to the sport. So I don't know what's going to happen with like it was weird. So Dana White was talking shit about John in the press conference because someone had brought up the the idea of John Jones fighting him next, and he said that sounds good. And then apparently John Jones was listening to the presser um, right after the fight, and then Dana White had started to uh, respond in the middle of the press conference saying, "Call Hunter right now." And then I guess those are his responses. Clearly, if I so, do you agree? So part of the conversation here is it's I think it's a little deeper than 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 just like these matchups and shit. If you're John Jones and you just saw what Francis Ngannou did to Stipe Miocic, do you go out there and say, "Hey, I need to be paid for me to fight Francis Ngannou, who will shake and rattle my brain till the end of time"? Not for the belt. But but John Jones clearly. We'll only do it for the belt. Yeah, but I wouldn't ask for more money if it was for the belt. Hmm. Why would what, what? Why is that? Because the belt's where the money's at. It's for the belt. You don't think John Jones has any argument here that he is well, still ranked the number one pound for pound and. I don't know. You know. It's been like I said. It's been twelve years since he fought. How can he be ranked number one pound for pound? Well, unfortunately for the haters, he is currently ranked first in pound for pound. Now that, um, yeah, because yeah, hold up, it up. And the UFC rankings have him as the number one pound for pound. John Jones. John Jones, number two. Kamar Usman. Here's why. Because all I'm saying is that from my point of view is I get it if he's going to fight Francis and Francis isn't the champ and he's like, yo, give me more money. I get it. They need more incentive. 
being the champion, which too it would be his second belt, which his after all this is said and done, his arch rival is John Jones. I mean, is is DC. Yeah. You cannot. You will always be beneath DC if you don't become a two weight world champ or a you know light heavyweight and heavyweight. You don't have to have them simultaneously, but you have yeah, to do or, better than your. You have to do better than DC, bro. Or, or fight clean. Or fight clean. Oh well, let, I don't win even, something clean. Let me get into that, but like, <laughs> I'm just fucking... Listen, I love. Uh, I know you and I are on different spectrums about John Jones, but dude, I just, I would want if I was John Jones, like personally, I would, I would demand more money. Because I know Francis ain't got a will. Because because if Francis ain't got a will, if you're fighting me. for the, <laughs> if you're fighting for the belt, you get pay per view numbers, right? Yeah, so they're gonna yeah. Well, they get so they get some money. Yeah, and not only that, he should be stoked that he's he should be confident that he's gonna win. Well, that and, and the just fact be that... like, I'm gonna be the champ, and then and then you know what yeah. would happen if John Jones became the champ? What? You know who would fight? Stipe. That's what mm. would happen. You think Stipe steps into a title shot? You don't think Francis would get a rematch? No, I think because um, I don't think John Jones pulls off a knockout against Francis. Um, I don't know. He might. I don't know. I, I can't. I can't. I don't know. I just hope I would be. There would be if I wouldn't be rooting for much people as hard as I'd be rooting for um Francis to win that one. Yeah. I would want Francis to win. Like, oh, yeah, I would be so. I would, I, I would want him to win so bad. I feel like we're like this conversation is similar to the one that we're having with regards to Charles Oliveira, Michael Chandler. It's Who do like, you want to win that? I think well, I want Michael Chandler to win that. Well, I mean, I'm just saying, like in the first place, it's like sport or spectacle. John Jones and Francis yeah. Ngannou is spectacle. Sport is Stipe Miocic and Francis running back a trilogy fight, right? Yeah, that's the right way to do I see it. What you're saying, yeah, Steve, like Steve got knocked out, but he pretty much dominated Francis the rest of the first one. So I mean, it's kind of like, and and Stipe is the most dominant heavyweight champion of all time. So the idea of not giving him a rematch, regardless of the outcome, is kind of crazy, if you think about it that way. But because of the fact that he was knocked out so bad, it's kind of like it looks so far fetched. You know what I mean, like. I don't know what you would do. So, anyways, for me, who would I want to win between John Jones and Francis? Uh, it's uh, Francis. <laughs> yeah, Francis. Oh, I, I, I like oh, John Jones though. Uh... I like John Jones. I know you and I have different opinions on John Jones. I like John Jones, but that's your choice, brother. Uh, but I like Francis. To... I want Francis to. <laughs> well, I want Francis to win because uh, I, I like Francis' his story. Like... And you want to see? Do you want to see Stipe have a rematch with Francis? I'm okay if I don't see that ever again. Yeah, because I think you know, it's going to end I'm, the same way, though. Like, weirdly, I'm okay if Stipe retires. Stipe was like, I'm cool without this shit and just go hanged it up. I'd be cool with that. I'd be like, you know what? You came in. you done a lot. Yeah. And you lost the strap and you just, you're just a fucking man, you know? Mm-hmm. All good. Yeah, I agree. Like, I think he's just like... Like in my opinion, I think that should almost be the way to go. When someone comes through and takes you off your crown, your off your crown, right? And, and and then you 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 hand the torch over and be done with it, you know? Yeah. 
you don't need to they <clears throat> you don't need to get infatuated by trying to get be a champion again. You've already been a champion. You are a champion. You'll always be a champion. How old is Stipe anyways? <clears throat> He's like 38, bro. Yeah, I mean, hang it up, man. Why not? Why not hang it up as a, as a champ? You got, I, listen, he got rocked, man. He folded. Like, that did not look good, bro. He folded like a folding that chair. That did not look good. I was I like, know. I was saying, like, because I fucking, I like, everyone likes Stipe. Everyone yeah. likes Stipe. He's such a nice. How do you not like Stipe? Human being. <clears throat> Just a cool dude, like a nice fucking dude. And you're like, out of all the UFC fighters. I don't want. I don't want uh, Stipe to get badly knocked out. Because no, I felt bad. I felt bad. And like Francis has got that kill that that death power, bro. Like when Francis so knocked scary, out dude. over him, I when Francis knocked out over him, I thought over him was fucking dead. <laughs> like at that point of like, like he was actually like you know how the ghost floats out of the body, and like those. Um, those tunes that those cartoons that people make. Yeah. Oh, you could man. see it, bro. You oh, could see how dude. you could see oh, how man. when his head was like this, like. <laughs> oh, bro! It was like, oh, dude, he went out the, so bad. The goat, like, yeah. I wish you could. Can we pull a picture of front that dead up? Can we yeah, do that? Can we, can we, we could pull that up. Yeah, when we can, can we, we pull when, that when, up? Yeah, when we edit it at the end, I'll have like a the cartoon of like Scooby Doo or someone. Someone's knocked out and they come out, <laughs> and it's like just, the ghost of them. Like just that's Alistair over him because just... like he's just laying in like <laughs> it's the nastiest knockout I've ever seen. I think it's worse than Ben. A- oh, the Ben Askren one probably. Ben Askren. Yeah, Ben Askren one. He, he he stiffened up like a boar. Like a boar. yeah, but man, like that a... when that head snapped backwards on. Alistair, bro, that's yeah. scary, and it made like a clocking noise, like a yeah. clock. Yeah, and then, uh, dude, that's like that's like that's like a concussion and a whiplash and everything oh, which, in there. Right? I wonder which one was actually harder if you could measure it. If Francis's fucking. Okay, so I think or, Francis's punch. What are they saying? This hits like hits like a Ford Whole Escalade or though. something. Yeah, but that's just his arm, bro. Jorge Masvidal's running with his whole body. You know, Francis is grounded. Like, Jorge Masvidal actually was running. And Bro. it's his knee that he's, like, thrusted forward with his hip at full speed. That is interesting, like, though. What, what would you rather? Would you rather to knowingly take the knee from Jorge Masvidal or knowingly Ooh. take a shot from Francis? I think I would do anything before getting punched by Francis. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, too. Like, there'd be a lot of shit I'd do before I got a punch. Remember that Francis. video I showed you of that POV of, like, Francis punching Matt? Like, hitting hitting pads? Oh, I didn't think that was that scary. Oh, that's scary as shit, man. I didn't think because it was can you imagine if, me. Can you I was just your... looking at it. I didn't Bro, think anything of it. Though, because I'm I looking couldn't, at I it. couldn't. I couldn't. I Nah, because I think it, I think it's honestly because I was, I've seen, like, in real life, it's just so much scarier. And when you yeah. see a video of it and someone holding pads and it just didn't even look legit in a sense, like that's not what it looks like to be fighting someone. So it was like, this is what it looks like to be fighting Francis and I was like, that is not what Stipe would see. What Stipe would see would be way worse. Scary. Yeah. Way, I think I, way worse than what you're seeing in that fucking short clip with the hidden pads. Yeah. Well, I think just looked at it as like, can you imagine if Francis was staring down at you? 
with his hands up. I reckon that I could probably (laughs) outrun him. eh? I could outrun him easily. Oh, you outrun him? Oh, yeah, for sure, bro. He's got no. He'd probably have like a surprisingly quick sprint, being that he's a big explosive guy. Yeah. But I just. Well, Francis almost blew his gas tank in that fight, anyways. Yeah. He, he, like I said, like I said when we were talking about it, I was like, "Yo, that was close. That was closer than what anyone actually thinks. That was close in two moments." Yeah, like, and that, like, Francis's takedown defense was good for that takedown at mm-hmm. that time. If they would have rematch. You cannot just put an exclamation mark point and make your mind up and say, well, now we know that Stipe can't take Francis down. Because that's simply not true. Stipe can most definitely take Francis down. And even though he didn't get him down in that fight, the last one we just watched, I think he could have. I think he could have. You know, and even though Francis defended that one takedown, just watching his technique, he's still got a lot of holes in his game. Like he doesn't have perfect takedown defense because he defended one takedown when he was fresh it was just enough though yeah like i think it was more just enough like it's a big difference if it's a big difference to be defending takedowns when you're fucking not fresh yeah and when your reflexes are like and you're even you're not even thinking that quick because you're tired you know, well, and that's why like, that's why I was pointing so, out. I think Stipe shot too early because I thought I thought he went for the takedown yeah, too think, early because I think bit. he was panicking. I think when he, he was getting caught and when he was getting caught with some of those punches, I think he. Uh, well, he I think he, he just was in some deep trouble. <laughs> well, I I don't know if that's how it went, but panicking is probably the wrong word. But I would say yeah, it's, it's, for lack more, of a better word, uh, I would say poor decision making. That's what I would say, and it's impatience impatience and poor decision making that's what i'd say and it's not like um, because what how how, like you got to think about it when you go in there i know what he's thinking he's probably like he's probably got like option let's just say option a i'll just keep my distance and fucking stay on the outside hit him where i can i need to get him tired before i obviously shoot but when the opportunity comes i'll take him down because we have a game plan that's it want francis to be tired Francis is extremely dangerous to stand with early. We know this. But it's going to take more energy from us to get him down, in a sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. That fight was close. I think he was standing with him, and when he got hit by him, that plan A of take him down in like the second end of the round just to secure the round sort of thing, or... You know, maybe even just worry about the takedown next time. I think that was just like plan A, plan A, boom, cracked in the head, plan B, fuck. Yeah, exactly. And and it was an impulse decision. decision, Yeah, that's right. And after being hurt. And also that when you get hit like that, it sucks the energy out of you. Yeah. You don't don't feel like you have energy. I've never obviously been hit. When you get hit like that. (laughs) But like, you know what I mean? Like, when you get hit like that. I can imagine. Go like this, man. Go like this. <laughs> that's it. That's perfectly that. That's perfectly. Like, literally, when you get hit by Francis, oosh, bro. Forty scored a Cameroon power right in the fucking chin. <laughs> oh, dude, can you? Oh. And Stipe is just like. Ugh. Would you? Would you take a hundred like bucks then. to take uh, 
Francis's toughest body shot? Nah. Nah. Uh, Francis, Francis is, I just said Francis. I'm turning into fucking American or something. Francis. Um, Francis. Francis's hardest body shot would definitely, if it was like an open body shot, like you were allowed to take it, it would definitely damage your ribs. I feel and it could potentially do internal organ damage. So no, Ruben. <laughs> these are those thoughts when you're I will like, not. these are those thoughts when you're kind of like on the green and you're kind of just like, hey man. I would not. Would you take an <laughs> no, I would uh, not take a body shot from Francis for a hundred dollars. Fuck no. Can I can I say how amazing though was that uh like those videos and stuff of his hometown? Oh dude, like, like I I when oh dude I I fuck I told you I told you the most deserving heavyweight to ever live the most out of any famous person on the planet any famous person I'll wait that has had a fucking harder road to go down than Francis Ngannou to get to where he is today he that has is been such a through sad story some shit. He's yeah. been through some shit, that dude. And I can't even explain. I can't even explain. Like, <laughs> when have people have these stories about coming from the hood and coming from poverty areas, and yeah. bro, bro. Nah, nothing compared the, to Francis Ngannou. The man. fucking Duh. highlight of his life was when he was homeless. So at the point of homelessness for him was his fucking highlight. That's how far he came. When he got when he became homeless, he had reached his part of his goals, and he was like, "Fuck yeah!" And he was staying in a shelter, and he left that shit to get away from that negativity, yo. Yeah. But anyways, out of any champion, I don't think he, oh fuck, man, he deserves it. Every <laughs> single he he deserves every single bit of that. Or when he, he like I was yeah. I was you know what. I was rooting for 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 Stipe the first time, and I thought Stipe was the underdog. I thought that Stipe was the underdog, and I thought that the company was promoting Francis. I thought Francis was nothing more than uh, came from like a refugee, but then was a, a a homeless person of France that managed to become a heavyweight champ. But then I was like, yo, he's only like that because he's got African genetics and he's fucking ginormous. So he's just knocking everyone out. And I thought that he was dangerous as fuck. And I was like, man, I think he might knock Stipe out, but I'm definitely rooting for Stipe because Stipe is the underdog. That's what I thought. You love your underdog stories, man. Bro, but Francis's story is the ultimate ultimate underdog story. Was always the underdog. Dog. Not, not, not even the same. This time I was after watching that thing that Mick's Molly Whopper done on him, talking about his childhood and talking about how he was fucking hiding in the forest and shit, and went and got dumped out in the desert like seven times or some shit, and had to paddle across the ocean with his fucking hands. I was like, yo, he deserves to be the fucking champ. <laughs> yo. Yeah, like, Stipe, thanks for being a fireman, bro. <laughs> thanks for being a f- And you're a hell of a guy. Hell of a guy. Champion will forever live on. Let's not compare things. But, dude, he he got the silver spoon in comparison. We, 
We all listen. Every single one of us that have the ability to listen to this podcast have the silver spoon from what a lot of people that still live in today. Facts. So Dude, motherfucker, f- bro, be grateful for what we have, right? I felt I felt That's so what vindicated. That shit me. Like I felt so I'm vindicated, like, man. Like when he won the title, I had goosebumps because I was like, man, can you imagine being like and probably in that moment, like we obviously can't imagine what it's like to have gone through the things he did. But in the moment you win, it's kind of like a flashback to everything you had to go through life. Well, like you know those moments of success? Like when you get, you know, you win something and you're kind of like, wow, like, well, how did I get here in the first place? Yeah. And people, people in professional sports and even, even in like low, lower levels talk about that all the time. You know what? I think when someone becomes a champion, it's an iconic moment. Getting that belt put around them and then feeling it and them being the champion, that should be an iconic moment. The only thing is, is the value of a heavyweight championship just isn't what it used to be. Mm. Or any championship, you know what I mean? Yeah. But back when Muhammad Ali was the champ, it was iconic. It was huge. You know what I mean? It it meant you were the, the baddest man on the planet. That's it. And weirdly, I haven't seen that in any UFC Maybe, you know, when Connor won the second belt, that was iconic. When DC won the second belt, that was iconic. I think even when Israel knocked out Robert Whitaker, that was iconic. You know, but those are the huge moments. I felt like Francis winning this was one of those huge moments where I was like, yo, fuck, that is iconic as fuck. That'll, that'll go because of all of that struggle that he had. Do you realize the power of that belt? Because there is a lot of people that never would have got to hear Francis's story if he didn't win that fight against Stipe. We don't even know if Francis he had never man. became a champ, a champ, if he had never become a champ, there's millions of people that never would have found out about that story. Yeah. That's true. Facts. Just like spitting a facts. Man, I was just spitting the facts. Like, man, I'm so happy I got for a Francis. problem. I'm pulling up. I think he's going to be a champion for a really long time. Yeah, I hope so. Um, you know, and and I think if John Jones yeah. were to fight him, I don't know if I would like uh, listening to all the um, different podcasts. Everyone's like, I, "How do you how do you say John Jones is an underdog?" I'm like, I, I don't know, man. Like the if, danger. If, That's the danger. John Jones is one of the most innovative. Like he was a way, way ahead of his time. First of all, uh, his wrestling is really good. Um, his his distance control, all of that yeah, stuff you know is what? like he's you know a great I fighter. Say? I say you can only judge him from his last. I'll give you three fights. <clears throat> How has he been? Has he been that good? No, let's let's list them off. Dominic. Yeah, he, Dominic he pretty much he lost, lost that, that fight. Yeah, Anthony Anthony Smith. That was Boring. closer than it should have been. Close as fuck. Actually, who did he fight? Santos. Yeah, Tiago Santos. Snooze getting clipped. Yeah. There was nothing innovative about that. That was that looked um that looked like a shit. The level of those guys wasn't very high. You know? The highest level guys are obviously were probably I don't know, I don't know. 
probably the highest level guys are probably the flyweights, probably like a skill goes, you know, where when yeah. you see guys like Demetrius Johnson, but then you have the 55ers too. And that division so stacked because that's like the average guy size. You know what I mean? Yeah. So there's a lot of <clears throat> 55ers in the world. So then you're like, oh, are they the most talented guys? Well, yeah, you can judge a lot of the, the, the basic movement. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And then it was like, you know what? You guys are given for that fight. You guys gave light heavyweight a shitty look. You know? I think it was the moment. Uh, it was shit. I think and it was I the moment you, Connor kind of took everything over. Let's be real. The moment the, Connor came into the UFC and took over the world, it was like that division and the smaller guys, because it was all about who's in the next next Connor. And the heavyweights didn't look nothing like Connor. None of them nah. talked like him. None of them spoke like him. <clears throat> None of them looked like him. And I just don't think that the light heavyweights has the. Like it doesn't have the appeal it once had before because John Jones, know. yeah. Well, John Jones was the man of that division, and remember, it was every time John Jones fought, it was like, bro, what are we gonna see this time? And then the last few fights are like, bro, if I had a child, this is what I would tell them to watch for them to fall asleep. This is their bedtime story, dog. <laughs> oh, fuck. you know what I'm saying. So yeah. I, I don't know. I can't agree with the people saying things like John Jones would be a heavy favorite. I'm like, how how the hell do you say that after what you just saw from uh, Francis? Well, it just has to be <clears throat> the the wrestling. That's it. And the other thing would have to be John has elusive dynamic striking. He's very good. Yeah, yeah, that's he, true. He, 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 he's fucking not bad. <laughs> yeah, and he's not um, bad he's at all, fights. man. Yeah, yeah, like he's, you know, and everyone that you've sort of <clears> talked to, you sort of see this guy can hang with heavyweights. That's well, guess what? Francis is the fucking heavyweight of all heavyweights. What was he? Two hundred sixty-three pounds, but he dude, did, and he looked like a, like and, a shredded to it. But I can tell you this right now: is John Jones <clears throat> harder to hit than Stepe? Yeah, a lot harder yeah. to hit. Lot harder to get your hands on him. <clears throat> Just got better movement, distance, and shit like that. And he's got long body kicks too. His length is crazy. Like I, he's I don't got know he's got long body that. kicks. He's got long spinning back kicks. He's got a good straight kick, dude. I think he might be able to keep him off with the. Uh, I think the that side he should. The knee. I I think that he should probably be the favorite. Actually, if I'm honest. Hmm. Now I really think about it. I don't. I don't. I don't disagree. I, I would be. I would be rooting for Francis, but I just think <clears throat> with John's wrestling, I, I would say he would. I'd say he wouldn't even. I. I wouldn't be surprised if we saw John Jones outstrike Francis for as long as the fight lasted, yeah. and then have even something as serious, even even a knockout, because of how tired Francis can get. That's why I would say there'd possibly be a knockout there. And hard body shots, fucking heels to the stomach and shit like that, what I think John would probably be doing. And though like teeps to the knee and oh I just think once he started hitting him. I think the variety Francis, of strikes are gonna score him a lot of I think, points, right? I think when Francis starts slowing down and John Jones starts picking up, because as soon as he starts becoming more accurate, he sort of those guys that strike like that become 
better and better. And the high output. They start by getting a high output. When you you know, like I think John's one of those guys now. Yeah, his last fights have been a little bit shitty, but he has pulled them off. And he never looked out of them. He's never yeah. looked out of a fight, you know? And I'm not a John Jones fan one bit at all, but I'm just telling you what I'm seeing. And I, when I really think about it, I think that John Jones should probably be the favorite going into. Yeah, I don't agree fight. with the heavy favorite, though. Uh, I, I, I would... I, well, I don't John's tall too, you know, like I don't know. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know where to swing it either way. Cause if we see if 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 again, because we said there's so many external factors to why yeah. Francis was able to to stuff the takedown, that specific takedown. Mm-hmm. And and listening to people like DC say, Oh, people texted me the moment that he stuffed that takedown, said it was over. Well, he was right. So if Francis can continue that at, at, at a longer pace, yeah, yeah, then all right, well, we'll see because I think from now until John, that John Jones fight, if it does happen, yeah, considering the all the shit that's going on with Dana, there's still a lot of time for for Francis to go back to the drawing board and work on what he's already been successful with thus far. Um, and I feel like the extra weight conversation, if John Jones is, if he continues to talk, if if he looks like the way that he's been talking about how much weight he's gained then the weight might not be that significant of a factor considering also well, John Jones talking about 245 eh well if he's that well if he's that 245 with again the height that he's got the length that yeah. he's got the speed the variety of strikes that he's got if he has that speed and that movement that's going to be and the distance that's going to be the giveaway for that fight i think because i think if john can get the distance on him with striking i think he can get the distance on him with takedowns too then it's just a matter of him timing his shots and when francis throws big hands and don's just going to dip under there and grab him there's a big threat that comes from francis when People even get that close to him. You can't. You can get knocked out with a hammer fist with Francis. So if John goes in for like a single, and kind of gets stuck with his head off that side, or you know, if he gets if he, if he gets his head in the wrong place and he gets stuck under him, and where it's not a driving like takedown that he's driving through with pressure, you know what I mean? You can. That's a dangerous spot to be in. And I'm pretty sure that's how uh, DC's boy got KO'd, Kane Velasquez, eh? He was in tight, and he had his head down low. And same with um, Junior Dos Santos. Yeah. Same same thing. He's not – I don't think he's going to be able to land clean striking on John on the feet. I don't think he's that – I don't think he's – I think John's too good. I think when – I think, yeah. honestly, just because of – and it's it's one of those things, man. John has so much more experience than him. Yeah. And when we're talking about abilities of talent, the light heavyweights are more skilled than the heavyweights. The level of competition in the light heavyweights is higher and harder than in the heavyweights. The guys in the heavyweights are not as fucking skilled. Okay? And... Francis got through those group of guys with his power, and yes, he did pick up some abilities and skills on the way through, but let's not forget John Jones has been around the block. 
you know he has probably got more experience than francis and ganu's coaching staff yeah i would, I would almost new. guarantee that i would almost guarantee that i feel like uh i feel like and me, me including his Sorry, iq his iq and ability and skill with he's undefeated you know that right yeah he's never been knocked out or dropped the disqualification is BS. Can you think of can you think of anyone that's dropped John or hit him really clean, really hard? It's gonna take a while, that's for sure. Okay, now <clears throat> we understand that Francis's striking isn't isn't that good, right? You guys know that, right? It's yeah. just that he has yeah. a lot of power. His uh, his his hands well, the are apex cage, not... The apex cage helped them out too. Let's be real. Absolutely, absolutely. But Stipe is not a like a. He doesn't control distance as well as John, and he's not as mobile out there. So he's a little bit more stagnant. You know what I mean? And he does get hit, and he doesn't have the best. He does have good head movement when he's like really focusing on that. But even then, it's not as good as someone like John Jones. No, not even close. It's not at that level. John Jones is he's got rolls some, with he's punches. Got he's an expert. Defense. That guy's a fucking expert, bro. You know what I mean? And I think that he could... I I think he's probably going to win that fight. If they fight, I think I would want nothing more than Francis to win. That's what I would want. I but feel like, uh, you know, if I'm completely honest... I would have to say John Jones would have to be the favorite going into that fight. And I think there's there's a puncher's chance in Francis and Garner's corner, and that's it. Uh, I want to say that we're probably, including myself, probably victim to a pretty legit thing that we talk about nowadays is recency bias. Because if we're basing John Jones off the previous three performances as opposed to what he's done as the entirety of his career, I think we're kind of dismissing the the ability that John Jones does have. Um, and I want to say on top of that, a challenge like Francis Ngannou probably does wake him up more than a Tiago Santos, Dominic Reyes, or Anthony Smith. Well, he, he kind of just squeezes enough out to win. Well, he doesn't care. And like you know what? I also, you know what? Like I, I'm I just not the type said to before, make excuses, I'm, but you I know. Fucking, I'm sorry from um um. Sorry if it sounds like I'm hating on the heavyweights. I'm not. I'm just being honest to my truth. I think that the guys that like heavyweight are better ability and skills, if you were to say. Sometimes no, but when John was king there, it was. You know, you had Chael Sonnen and Leo Machida. Like, you know, shit was popping down there. You know, Rampage. You had... Kane, um, Kane, Kane, man. Dude, you had... um but, awesome. Down at light heavyweight, right? You had the fucking this one especially slipping my mind. Black guy. Rashad Evans. Rashad Evans. Dude, Rashad Evans was fucking sweet. Ooh. And he, he was like a smaller players, guy. Man. You know what yeah. I mean? And he was, he was awesome. smaller, so he had to use that skill. You know? And like that, people like him brought the what is high level up throughout the entire division across board you know what i mean like heavyweight started doing what rashad evans was doing you know what i'm saying like and john jones like i'm gonna be real dominic reyes is as fucking is as good a striker as you're gonna get bro yeah you know what i mean like he's fucking good 
And maybe, you know what, maybe he did beat John Jones with accumulation. But no, no heavyweight's going to put that amount of strikes on him, ever. They're, they're just not, not as skilled. They're, they're too heavy. They're too slow. I don't want to spend yeah. too much more time on this because this is all a what if. You know, John Jones True. could be let go tomorrow. For all we know, because like, holy shit, the oh, situation shit. is in Lou, right? Because he's out here saying, well, fuck, just let me go, please. So, I mean, I hope that, listen, I think everyone knows. We've just been is... speculating this whole time. Well, I mean, this is the fight we want to see. For an hour? But let's be real. Well, for an hour? The... No, this is the I fight know. we want to see, yeah, you know? Look, like... I'm just saying I don't like John Jones at all. Uh, there's nothing, I don't. I don't know if I would celebrate get him getting knocked out by Francis. I don't know if I dislike him that much. I think I don't that's being John a bit harsh. I like John. I just I, there's something about Francis and his story. Nah, man. And John Jones is just... a dick to our boy Israel. You're forgetting about Israel. Team Israel, motherfucker. Yeah, no, I am Team right. Israel. I am you, Team you, Israel. You straight recency bias. You forgot about it that he lost. Uh, yeah, I don't know. No, 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 no. Don't you dare say that. I I've always been a fan no. of John Jones, regardless. Dude. I, but just but 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 hey, listen! I'm I Jesus. love his fighting style. Okay, I love his hey, fighting style. Not. So that's that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Uh, I want to touch on this because like this is just another talk about Oliveira. Michael yeah, Chino. I want to, but I, I want to touch on breaking news that we just found oh. out like an hour ago, and obviously, oh, Darren Till breaking his collarbone. Dude, what is going on? So Kevin Holland stepping in against uh, Marvin Vittori. Um. I don't know if that excites me very much because I was very much looking forward to Darren Till, and I What's was very the much. Hell of a hold up. Where is um? Who did Derek Derek Brunson? He just fought. Yeah, Marvin Vittori's ranked ranked better than Derek Brunson, right? Marvin Vittori is currently ranked six. Derek Brunson's fourth right now. Oh really? So, okay. but I think that's after Derek Brunson. Where's Kevin beat... Holland? Tenth. Okay. He dropped. So he's well. He dropped so three spots in the rankings. Marvin Vittori uh, went up four. Um, so Marvin Vittori was dude, actually. This is going to be a better fight. This is going to be a better fight. This is a good opportunity for Kevin Holland, bro. I think so. I I think it's gonna. I think it's. But it's I, happening next week. He's on the. <sighs> he's a tough motherfucker, bro. It's happening next week. I uh, tell like, you what. He's gonna win our hearts back, brother. I tell you, I reckon he's. I yeah, I was gonna say. If he doesn't win. If he doesn't win, he's gonna put up a great showing. Yeah, I, I think can. I'm I'm rooting yeah. for him, bro. I'm I like Kevin Holland. Hey, Kevin Holland is bro, awesome. I I I don't I don't know if he's ever gonna be a champ, and I don't fucking care. He's got. He's one of those guys that has a pass. Oh, I don't give a shit if you're like I. You know what? I oddly, I think Sean O'Malley's one of these guys too. I don't. Yeah, know if, I, yeah. I don't know right if he'll now, win a title. I don't know if he will get a title. You but know, like fun. that. Like that division is fucking something. You know what I mean? Like well, yeah. Isn't that? And I'm like, okay. I don't know if he can. I don't know if he can. I don't know if he could do it with Corey Sandhagen. I don't know. Like, you know, uh, well, obviously he's got a lot of that, growth. Are we forgetting that Dillashaw is coming back too? Like, I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah, I just don't think Dillashaw is going to be, I think Corey Sandhagen and Yarn uh, yeah, are the best bantamweights we've ever had. But I like, if we're talking about, uh, if we're talking about the balancing act of comparing 
the former great of Dillashaw and Sugar Sean O'Malley. Well, that's what I'm saying. Even that, like, you know, TJ hasn't fought for two years. The sport just moves so quick. Like, I, if I had to bet money on it, do you think that he's going to bounce back and be what he was? If I had to bet money, I would say no. It, to be exactly that was, what it was, was, where I my think bet that's would a, be. Well, I, th- I, don't I don't think anyone he, should bet well, on that. Well, he was a champ. He was a champ. Do you, wh- would you put your money down to think that TJ Dillashaw is going to be a champ again? Is that uh, a bet? You, you know what? I might be willing to put some money down on that. All right. So what would you put down on it? Because I'll go uh, Not a whole lot of money. Not a whole lot of money. Right, Not a bucks. whole lot of money. Yeah, I, I, hey, yeah, let's do it. Fifty bucks. I'm saying, TJ. I'll put fifty down. So what's, what's his champion but, again? What's his time range until he retires? Bro, until it's like until he gets to dominant crew status. Oh, until he's a gatekeeper. <laughs> yeah, until he's fucking. Sorry, sorry, Dom. Sorry, Dom. <laughs> yeah, we sorry, love dominant Cruz, but I think he knows that he ain't getting the belt either again. Hey, man, come on. He knows that. Come on. He's not in it for uh, it. He's trying to fight Monster Energy Drink guys or some shit. He's trying to fight that Hans Mollenkamp guy. Right? <laughs> yeah. That's kind of weird, though, fight. too, though. Eh? He's like, oh, if that, God, you think God. about that story, like the social media guy is like trying to pretend he's best friends with all the UFC fighters. That's, that's, a, that's, that's a thing in he's social media. He's just doing media. it for the clout, bro. Yeah, of course. That's, he's what I'm a cloud that's annoying. Yeah, he's a clout chaser. <laughs> he's just a clout yeah. chaser. Who gets a, you know what? You leap, you know what? This is something for you, Clutchers out here. <laughs> but all right, what I'm telling you, if you're a cloud chaser, mate, well, what does fast don't last, brother? <laughs> what if you if you are actually just like that, a cloud chaser that you just do shit for the clout? Fuck, man, it ain't gonna. Drake said it best, right? You know. Only real shit's going to last. All that other bullshit is here today and gone tomorrow. You ain't actually done nothing. And you're claiming to be a something. It's just, no one's just, you're going to be like, oh, you're just a person that gets fighters. No one knows who you are. Fighters. They'll, they'll, you yeah. know what they'll do? They'll look at the photo and they'll be like, oh, yo, that's Israel. And they look at the next photo and be like, oh, yo, that's uh, TJ. But then he's with them. And he's, he's a strange looking Steven Seagal looking yeah. motherfucker. He is. Now, nah, but you know what? What's real? What's real will organically grow. What's real? If someone's just really fucking awesome, they will organically grow. They, 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 they doesn't need to be any clout chasing at all. You don't need other you know people's I mean? names to, to, you don't need that, to ride on anybody's coattails. What they're, what they're actually doing will speak for themselves. Don't ever be a clout chaser. Yeah. If you don't find yourself your own brand doing on other those. People. If you if you find yourself doing something out of your character to appease the likes of someone else, that means you're a clout chaser. You're fake. Chaser. You're not. That you're just you're, fake. You're just you're fake. <laughs> what are you doing? You're fake. All right. So we we got a we got a we got a little bit left in here, but I do know you want to talk about Michael Chandler. Dude, Michael Chandler is a walking fucking promo. He's a walking quote, bro. He's, Bro, he's a he had, did you pocket? watch his interview with uh Brett Okamoto? Yeah, man. Oh, you know how many dude. lines they're gonna let bro, they're gonna take bits oh, of that interview and they're gonna put fucking dun 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 countdown music behind it, and you're dun, gonna hear Michael dun, Chandler's dun, voice. Dun, 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 you know, how he's just how it's just gonna be completely impossible for Charles Oliver to when I went when I went the belt. convinced me. 
He convinced me, bro. I was like, why do I feel like this motherfucker's right? Like, why Michael Chandler's a special human I, being. Why am I a believer? Am I, am I a believer? Did I just turn, like, did I just... Yo, can I, I say? Haven't, I haven't seen that post-fight fucking interview in a while, so I might be coming well, back around. My, Michael Chandler could definitely sell me on a pyramid scheme. Bro, Michael Chandler fucking selling those those so rights. Oh man, are just going so oh, right dude, out I the window buy, right I, now, bro. I, bro yeah. I want to buy one right now. They're fucking selling out, dude. Oh, dude, and he's shredded as hell, bro. If there's anyone, don't even like that's he, what it's bro, like. Did you watch the interview? He's like, yo, he's like, <laughs> I'm not in fighting shape, like, but I always keep myself like, in I'm at, shape. Yeah, I'm at one ninety. He's like, I'm at one ninety, y'all. He's like, you bet that I cut more weight than him. He's like, you best believe I got more muscle mass than him. You best believe I got less fat percentage than him. <laughs> talking about Oliveira and talking about, you know, he. I would just Oliver hope he. I just hope he makes weight. He's just not as disciplined with his with his training regimen. He's not disciplined with his his. And, and I'm just like, I'm buying the whole lot. I'm just like, he's he's selling Chandler. he's selling you the promo Fucking and a little bit bro. more. I'm eating up all the juice, brother. You know, when you go I'm grocery shopping eating. and then you get to the till and they're like, hey, we have this on sale. It's a little promo. Most of the time you say, no, thank you. I'm good. I don't need it. Michael Chandler is selling you 10 of those shits <laughs> at the till. Yeah. Man. Bro. Uh, bro. Michael Chandler is I'm a special human about. being. I would love and for him. Charles to Oliveira has broken English and it's just not going to work. You know, call me a fucking casual and, and I'm a hype train. I'm not a casual. I'm hardcore. Show. Watch the prelims. Watch the prelims, though. <laughs> you watch the five, five parts prelims. Yeah, though? I don't. I don't yeah. know about the prelims. Yeah, no. I, I watched watch the last. Oh, prelims. dude, the prelims. The prelims last week were awesome, though. But you know what? I'm fucking. I might. I might not be looking into the technical side of things for this fight. I might just take a step back and because it's starting to feel thing. like a goddamn job. I'm not going to break this down. I'm not going to go and pick who I think is going to win. I'm not going to bet. I'm going to take a week off the bet. That's bullshit. That's bullshit. No, I'm going to stay. I'm not going to break. I'm not going to watch any of Michael Chandler's old fights. I'm not going to watch any of Oliveira's old fights. This is a fun fight, dude. The countdown, and I'm just going to lap up the fucking the media. (laughs) <laughs> and I'm just gonna watch it. I'm not bro, gonna break it down at all. I'm just this is gonna be such already, a fun fight. Like already, bro, I'm picking Michael Chandler. Yeah. And I feel like if I go and look at this from a more technical standpoint, I'm gonna change my fucking ideas, bro. And I'm like, nah, I don't want that. I don't want that. I don't want to change my idea on that. I don't. You want to? You want to? You want to root for Michael Chandler? So I'm you just gonna not. That. I'm not even gonna make any assumption. It's not gonna be automatic. Like when I'm talking about John Jones and Francis, it's very automatic. I'm just like thinking about it, and I'm like, yeah, this is probably what's going to happen. But with this fight, I'm like, throw it all out the door, mate. Who cares? Throw it all out the window. Let's just see fucking. I mean, let's just see him ripping up. Let's just see him do a backflip off the top of the cage. Bro, he's entertainment value. Wait, you wait until he gets that belt put around his weight. He's going to do some WWE shit with that belt. You watch, mother. I'm the champ. Khabib, ah, come out of retirement. Out of retirement, Khabib. We all know you ran out of the door for me. Oh, actually, you know what? What's funny is that after he beat Dan Hooker, he gets on the mic. Khabib, 
and he totally counts out Dustin Poirier. If you will grace me with your presence, Connor. <laughs> There's no, no sheriff he's in like, town. He's like, no, but didn't he say some shit about uh, Dustin Poirier? He's like, you know, Dustin, like, did he, did he say, your time is done? No, who did he? Did he say that to Dustin? <laughs> Isn't that what he said? Yeah, he did. He's did like, he even bring up Dustin? I remember him was bringing up Khabib and Connor. Nah, he brought up Dust, bro. Can I play the audio for this? Bro, is that go ahead, out? go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm pretty sure that he said some bullshit about Dustin and uh, Dustin went on to win. He counted him out. He's like, your, your time is done. Michael Chandler interview. Uh, here it is. Uh, we on? We on? Yeah. Can I play the video? Uh, just keep it, keep it on audio. By Back it up a bit. Back it up a bit. Uh, yeah. yeah. No, I'm not hearing funny. it anymore. Ladies and gentlemen, your winner, draped in the stars and stripes, Michael Chandler. Welcome to the UFC. You have waited a long time for this moment. Here we go. Man, did you maximize it tonight? The microphone is yours. Congratulations. Here we go. So happy It's been such a long road, John. Ah, John. A lot of ups, a couple downs. But every road has led me to this. Just a small guy from a small town who got beat down a couple times, pulled himself up by his bootstraps, dusted himself off. And here we are, baby. Let's go get that title shot soon. Well, if anyone wondered as to whether or not you could hang with the best lightweights in the world, you certainly answered that question. And then some we've seen him in there with Poirier and Felder. Weren't able to get him out of there. Listen, you get him out of there in round one. We're going to take a look at the, uh, the handiwork. And, uh, listen, look right at this. Hand the beginning again. <laughs> listen, man, we throw punches a bunch and we keep it simple. That's a two, three. Henry Hooft, H kickboxing. Keep it simple. What we're doing down in South Florida is absolutely amazing. Mark out gave him every opportunity to stay in the fight, and we were able to just finish, man. Just feel extremely blessed. But I got to get something off my chest. Here you go. I tell you all this. Oh. This is the greatest moment in my professional life. <laughs> surprise, surprise. There's a new king in the lightweight division. <laughs> Look how red he is. Congrats us with your presence back here in the UFC Octagon. In your quest for 30, you know you got to beat somebody. So beat me. If you can, God bless. See you at the top. Ladies and gentlemen. With that being said, thank you, Michael Chandler, for closing off the show. Thanks for closing off the show, Michael Chandler. That is our hour. I'm hiding them again, dog. Oh, man. (laughs) Here we are. Thanks for closing that out, Michael Chandler. That is a Mixed Martial Life Podcast, episode four. Ladies and gentlemen, mm-hmm. Michael Chandler rolled us out. There's nothing mm-hmm. else we can do about that, eh? Mm-hmm. Stay tuned. Saturday. Uh, do we have fights know. this Saturday? No, we don't have any fights this Saturday. So, but we're going to be... Wah, 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 wah. But wah. we'll be talking on Sunday. We'll be talking about more breaking news and breaking down the fights coming up, which will be Hall and Vittori in that card and... An exciting fight night after that too, which is Whitaker and Gasolum. God damn! So, turning up on a block, on a block. Get harassed by the cop. I'm fucking with the homies. Ride for my nigga, for my nigga. Die for my nigga, for my nigga.